We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. I'm Bart Winkler. Mike, you there? All right, give me one second. Just went live on YouTube. This is the start of the podcast. This is October 10th podcast, at least the start of it. What we're going to do here is jump on live immediately after the Giants have lost to the uh, Packers is what I wish I was saying. No, the Packers lost. I said that there was no way in hell that the Packers were going to go to London and lose. And uh, and that's exactly what happened. Up 17-3, and then somehow they score five more points the rest of the way, and two of those don't count. So what we're going to do here is we're live on YouTube, instant reaction. Again, this is the Monday podcast. Um, after I'm done with this, come back for – if you're watching and you're like, ah, I listened to the podcast already, we will have more on the Monday podcast. So basically what I'm begging you is if you somehow find this video – uh, still give me the downloads on the podcast tomorrow. So I threw a couple of links out there. The StreamYard link is uh, available. You can join uh, via video chat, or you can call. The number to call is 402-915-BART, uh, or 402-915-BART. I've got Mike the Painter on the phone, and then some people are joining. We'll get to them. Mike, give me some thoughts quick, buddy. Uh. I'm just disgusted. Uh, where has our defense been? They just are non-existent. They they can't stop nobody. They're a big sieve. You know, Campbell isn't playing nowhere near what he played last season. I just, I'm just, I'm besides myself right now. I just, I can't take it. It's just four games and <laughs> there's nothing to show for it. Very bad, uh, very bad loss. This is a very bad, very avoidable, very um, – the, the, loss, the loss bothers me so much, Mike, is because it was avoidable but it was also predictable. It's also the same kind of game that we've been seeing a bunch of times this season. So that's why I'm so furious about it. Um, I, I'm, I'm going to wait. We're going to find out what Lafleur says, what Roger says after. They did not run enough, obviously. I'm just throwing up everything I can think of right now because, uh, again, the reaction is pretty raw. But this was a, to me, this was a game where they were up 14 points. I'm watching the game. I have a nice backdrop today because I'm at the in-laws. I'm watching the game with my mother-in-law and she's, you know, freaking out. And I tell her there is no conceivable planet or alternate dimension in which the Packers end up losing this game. And obviously they lost this game. Um, and I, for, for a lot of it, I blame obviously the defense, but I am a Rogers critic. And I think a lot of this goes on to Rogers again. You don't let the defense drive down on you and then have a 26-second drive where you chuck the ball down three times. Right, and I don't care why there's so many long balls. Why are we not, you know, dinking and dunking and, you know, going short? It seems like every ball is going long. I don't get why there's even uh, having plays where there's guys going that long, especially on third down. It's just, I, I'm, I'm beside myself. Like I said, I just, I, I'm furious. This is just a poor showing and it's been like this all season so far and we're getting lucky. You know, I, I hope we can turn it around and really get, get our butts in the gear here and, uh, start showing some real uh, Packer football soon. 
Well, let's talk later in the week, Mike. Enjoy the rest of the football today. I am going to work right now. Okay, yeah. There's not even – everything in the world, thanks. See you, Mike. Mike the painter. There'd be nothing in the world left to paint. Everything could be painted. and No, no extra touch-ups, everything. Mike would still find something to paint today because he needs to take his mind off of what's going on. Again, you can jump in via StreamYard. Let me get to Hot Take Jake and add him to the stream. And I get to see your beautiful face. What's up, Jakey? Bartholomew, man. Good to hear from you. I like your Bucks hat, man. I had to do the same. Like, let's get behind. I like your Jordan Love jersey. Yeah, I had to wear that for you, too, man. Uh, I saw your tweets. Just uh, nothing to say. Just the, the nice little gif of Jordan Love there. Um, cause I don't at the know end of the I, game, I just tweeted a gif of Jordan Love. Let me just backtrack a little bit because on the show last week, Rogers had a bad first half against New England. And so I was thinking one of the topics, something that I would ask is how bad would Rogers have to be? Like how bad, how many halves of this stacked on top of each other until that conversation came up. And I don't think that like, I'm not saying Rogers needs to go and love me. I'm just asking the question, like, well, what if Rodgers is bad? How bad would it have to get before the is that even is that even a possibility in the Packers' minds this year to move to a quarterback? And even me still saying it with what we saw, you know, it still seems pretty ridiculous. The problem that I have with Rodgers right now is Rodgers just won the MVP a couple of times. He's still very good. He's still an elite quarterback. He though is not as good as he thinks he is. And so some of these deep balls that he throws and why they weren't running on third down, maybe fourth down two at the end there. Even if he, like those balls both got tipped. Well, one, he threw at a guy's face, and then the other one got tipped at the very end. Even if those were not tipped, I'm not sure they were completed, especially the fourth down one. That guy seemed covered. So, I did, like, Rodgers is good, but I think that he thinks he's a little better than he is, Jake. Well, I think you, you kind of hit the nail on the head there. Like, um, here's my thing with Rodgers. Yes, he's very good. Um, I'm just ready to move on. I just want off this ride. I'm, I'm done with the entire Aaron Rodgers experience. Um, and the problem here is you talk about what would it take for them to actually pull the trigger and maybe, you know, how many bad halves of football would it take? I don't know that there is a number for that. I think that this franchise is such a cuck to Aaron Rodgers and whatever his bidding is that he'll just be here as long as he chooses to be here. And that, I mean, it, it even starts with Lafleur. I think Lafleur just kind of bends to his will no matter what. Um, again, you couldn't have said it any better. He's not as good as he thinks he is. And that's, I'm sure that's a more common problem than you would believe with a lot of elite professional athletes. But um, it, it's not going to serve the Green Bay Packers much if he's going to still think he's, you know, MVP Aaron Rodgers when we've got two backs in Dylan and Jones, who averaged five yards a carry today, got completely ignored in the second half. Um, they had 19 carries total on the day. Uh, they were just killing him with the run game. But what do we do? Right out of the gates uh, after that long drive where, you know, it feels like you could have mowed the lawn and shoveled your driveway when the Giants had that long touchdown drive. Right out of the gates, NFL blitz style. Throw the bomb, throw the bomb, throw the bomb. Done. Defense, get your ass back out there and get killed again. So but I think it's just... Uh, it would take a huge humbling of Rogers in his own ego and his own psyche to fully admit that, okay, yes, you're still very good, but you can't just pull plays out of your ass like you used to. Well, Rogers, uh, again, last week, he said this kind of winning's not uh, sustainable. So it's like he, I, I want to believe that they know. And Lafleur, I guess, is already talking about how he needs to be better. These guys know, but yet they're still doing it. Rogers, uh, my guess is that Rogers checked out of some runs today. I mean, how do you, how, how can I not guess that they barely ran the football? You're up 17 to three. Just the giants are, I mean, the giants are better than like every, like Kevin Kugler and Mark Sanchez are making them out to be today. The giants are better than, than I think what we think of as the giants. I think Dable coming in there is a good coach. And I do like Daniel Jones. I at least don't think he's like terrible, but that was a game where you're up 17 to three. Everybody's traveled. All right, we're going to lose this game. Just run, run, run. And the game is over. But instead I don't like, it's not like Rogers is chasing anything statistically. I, I just, I don't understand. It's just, to me, it's like, and I tweeted this, there must be some kind of like weird orgasm that he gets when his arm throws a deep ball. Cause there's no other, I don't get it. I don't well, get what he's doing. 
you know, speaking of orgasms and, you know, I'm, I, I'm a bad person and a bad fan, like totally. Cause like, this was not something that I planned on, but when Rogers got lit up on that last hail Mary attempt, I felt this jolt of satisfaction go through my body to see him just get nailed. And I, I, I feel terrible for it, but I can't control it. So what does that say about me as a person? I think it just says, like I said, I'm ready to move on. Uh, but I think I was kind of hoping he might have been hurt. No, I didn't. I didn't think that. But I was just like, well, you know, give love next week against the Jets and then see what he is. Well, you know, and uh, <laughs> it's funny because I'm known to all my friends as the Jordan Love guy. So they all claim he just he, he sucks. He sucks. And I'm, I'd like to see him get, you know, maybe a little bit of a stretch run with real NFL players, not guys that are begging groceries right now. But I digress from that. I think Green Bay, they just uh, they didn't take this London experience seriously. And I think it is kind of funny that uh, all these like people from London and from Europe that went to this game as Packer fans, like we probably just like totally tainted their allegiance. Now they're going to go be Giants fans or Vikings fans, like just for laying that egg there. Oh, wait. Yeah, and the Giants fans were like, uh, not the Giants fans, but the Packer fans that were there. I'll talk about this a little bit, but man, I wish Lambo sounded like that. Oh, it was loud. Absolutely. Like, uh, again, this is one of my hot takes. Lambeau Field sucks. Like, I shouldn't say that. The stadium doesn't suck because, like, you go in and there's this very visceral thing where, like, you feel the tradition and it's it sounds cheesy and cliche as hell, but you feel it. And then you walk out onto, like, the field level and the grass on that field is the greenest green you're ever going to see. And, like, it's awesome. And then you sit down and the game starts and it's, like, the worst possible experience you could ever have because, like, if you get it all excited, you get told to sit down and be quiet. And, you know, if you go in the winter, you can't feel your feet, you can't feel your hands. And you get like a 12 inch space of metal bench that you have to try to wiggle your ass into. But there's 400 pound, like obese people on each side of you with their giant coats. Like, again, this is a hot take, I know, but football in general, I think is just kind of sucks as a live experience. You just Especially called last now. week and said baseball sucks. Yeah, what do you like? maybe I'm just a basketball guy, man. Maybe could be. All right, Jake, I'm going to move on to some others. I appreciate you jumping on, though, buddy. All right, love you guys. All right, hot take Jake coming in with all the hot takes for sure. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Harry, Harry. Oh, look, are you watching me on TV? What's up? Oh, yeah, I got you on TV right now. Hang on, my roommate's turning it down. What's up, dude? How you doing, Bart? You're looking good. Got the Coors Light hat on. I saw you drinking something down there. Uh, I got a, got a liney sh- summer shandy holding on to it while we can. Uh, what do you think of the game? I think it, it was tough. I don't know what it is with this team. They shut down in the second half. It's happened every game. It's like... It's cliche. It shuts down every every game, second half, we're done. I don't know what it is. Defense gets gouged. We start throwing long balls three plays in a row. We don't stick to the script. We're not show, throwing those short passes, runs. We don't have our best skill player on the field half the time. 
we should be feeding Aaron Jones the ball 30 times a game. Aaron Jones is so good. He's so good. And, and I really think this game. defense is so good. But for some reason, the defense is playing very poorly. And Aaron Jones is like, again, Aaron Jones may not be a Packer next year. The, the way his contract is, I think, and I was surprised that he actually signed. It looked like he was going to sign with the Dolphins, remember, a year ago. But they signed him here and they kept him. They seem to be like they're they're saving him up for something. Or They've been doing this forever, even when McCarthy had him. Let Aaron Jones, and we said the same thing about Eddie Lacy back in the day, but let Aaron Jones be your offense. Let so, him be your offense. Yeah. I mean, they, the Giants did it with Saquon today. They just kept giving him the ball, and that opened up the rest of their offense. Yeah, and then the Packers only prepared for Saquon, so then when he was out, they're like, oh, no, what do we do? And then Daniel right. Jones runs all over him. Right. Brutal. I mean, it's it's – a crazy world we live in that Daniel Jones outplayed Aaron Rodgers in the second half. And I don't know if it's that, but the fact that their play calling was better than the Packers in the second half is unbelievable. Well, enjoy the show. Good to hear from you and see you, Harry. Will do. See you, Bart. All right. Later dudes. Who else is with you there? You had a couple other people behind you. I'm waving to you off, off your TV. That's pretty neat. All right, Alex. What's up, Alex? I I think so too. Hey Bart. Ah, oh, there he is. What's up, buddy? Yes. Oh, I hear you loud and clear. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. They took their foot off in that second half. Like, I think a couple um, callers alluded to it, but like, why not run the ball? Like, are you like robbing somebody's house? What are you doing? No, I just went back to my apartment. Uh-huh. Had to get some post game McDonald's. Did you go somewhere for the game? Nope. I sat on my couch and I'm. Sad that I even woke up to watch it. Yeah, a lot of people went out for this one, uh, you know, because it was there's there's a special event to it, man. It was a Sunday morning game. We have not had one of these as a Packer fan. Uh, we've been able to watch other games, sure, but you know, the bars were opening, the, some that don't normally open, and people were having parties. And yeah, you know, I have any excuse to have an extra Bloody Mary that you're probably going to have anyway after church. You can have now, whatever. But uh, yeah, there was a nice event to it. So I think this one. Well, it is just one of 17. It's going to feel like it stings a little more, I think. Oh, no. oh, oh and yeah. also because they gave the game away. That'll probably, yeah. That, oh, I forgot. I totally just forgot that they actually won this game and then they gave it away. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, we should have lost that game last week, too. So, I mean, we could be three and two. All right. If we would have been two or two and three, like, it's been a lot different. Like, and yeah, Rogers, I, that driver, he was just throwing deep balls. It's like, what are we doing? And that, I think- that I think is like my son's three. I was talking about him. And when he asked me, and he was up, he was, he's playing in front of the TV. He did do a go pack, go chant once today, but he didn't like sit down and watch it. But I still think three might be a little too young, but I'm like, please God, like the Packers. Um, <laughs> no, absolutely. And I mean, but when, I, you- when I describe Rogers to him, I'll be like, I'm going to show you the Super Bowl. I'm going to show him two, two series. I'm going to show him the Super Bowl where he threaded the needle to Jennings. I'm going to say that was what he could have been. And then I'm going to show him this series against the Giants where they just chucked the ball three times for no reason. I'll be like, that's what he was. Yeah, and I think you I think you said this, or maybe a caller said it, but like, I think Rodgers checked out of the run a lot today. And I don't even know if that's true. I don't know. Yeah, it think, has think, to be true. I think based on his record, we know it's true. And LaFleur is in this position where he keeps after the game saying, I should have been better, I should have been better. I think – I think he's probably, and this is all like uh, skeptical or whatever, you know, speculation. Thank you. I think that he is coaching fine. I think that sometimes the wires are getting crossed when he goes to Rogers, the same thing that happened to McCarthy. I I don't think just because we got a new coach, like Rogers completely changed. Okay. I'm not ever going to do that anymore. He's still 18 year vet, four time MVP. He's going to be like, no, I've been in this situation. I know but he can be wrong sometimes. I I, th- I need Aaron Rodgers to come out and not say, I need to play better. I need to say, there were some things I did where I am wrong. And I see that now. But instead, he's never, like, he's never wrong. It's always someone else's fault. He's not a bad person. It's his family. He's not a, you know, he's, he didn't tell us he wasn't vaccinated. Reporters didn't ask him. He didn't do this. It was the other people. It's, ne- it's always deflection from him. 
Yeah. And I think, I mean, I think LaFleur is a good coach too. Um, I just feel like maybe he's not good at essentially telling Rogers, like, like putting his foot down. Like I called this play. Why did you audible? And when it LeFleur works, LaFleur needs, I don't know if LaFleur knows if the Packers were going to make a decision on the two of them, they're going to pick LaFleur. Rodgers is at the end here. They've already drafted Jordan Love. LaFleur's playing like if he rocks the apple boat with Rodgers, he's going to lose his job. The, the, the Packers are going to side with LaFleur if it ever came down to something like that. He just needs to test it a little bit. No, I agree. And I think maybe – I mean, we don't know what happens in that locker room, but I would like to think that LaFleur can be like, hey, man, like we called a run play on second and six and – why the hell did you throw a 40 yard bomb downfield and double coverage? Like, doesn't make sense. Like maybe you saw something, but like, I mean, Jones too, like Jones was hit a hot hand all day. Every time the dude touched the ball, he got seven yards. It's like, and even Dylan, I mean, four or five yards. It was just, I got to get this comment up here from Sean O'Connell. He says, don't apologize for MLF. You red faced fuck. Wow. (laughs) The Sean O'Connell. Yeah, the face does look a little red today with the with the lighting. All right, Alex, appreciate you, buddy. Take care, Bart. All right, see you. Alex chiming in on the stream yard, which you can do. Got a call here. My guess is I didn't hear. Is this cone roller? It is, Bart. How you doing? Hey, buddy. What's going on? Um, I just want to see where you're at. What what how are you divvying out the blame for this game? Oh, it's a good question. I'm going to say Okay, I'm going to say 30% Joe Barry. I'm going to say 40% Rodgers, and then another 30 Lafleur. So you, you're putting more blame on Rodgers than Lafleur, is what I'm hearing. Which I blame Rodgers more than I blame Lafleur. Yes. From hearing that hot take Jake segment, though, I mean, I guess he lived up to his name, but saying that he wants to see Jordan Love, that is pathetic that is the definition of a spoiled fan and wishing rogers would get hurt i mean whatever you, you might not agree with him off the field but the wish injury on your star quarterback and the only reason we're relevant is abysmal as a fan you guys should be ashamed of yourself <laughs> no i didn't I, I never want a guy to get hurt okay hey did you see i was in newsweek i did that was good yeah, I got a Newsweek this week because of my Bobby Wagner take. I think he was out of line. But yet you want to see Rodgers hurt. So. Cone, I don't want to see Rodgers hurt. Well, hot take Jake does. And he wants to see Jordan Love next week. I mean, what's Jordan Love going to do? I want to know. Here's what I want to know. Cone, I want to know what do these games look like if Jordan loves the quarterback? That, I think, is a fair question. Maybe we lose by 30, but I want to know what they would look like. Yeah, in a perfect world, so would I. But Jordan Love hasn't showed us anything that would like allow us to put him in the game. He hasn't impressed me. I guess, I guess my real thing is I want to know what these games would look like without Aaron Rodgers as the quarterback. Okay, so without Aaron and more, more so without Aaron than with Love. Or with an Aaron Rodgers that – runs the plays that are called or with an Aaron Rodgers that doesn't waste a drive throwing deep shots three times. Yeah, that was, that was a tough part of the game. So I think, I think Jordan, you're helping me get to a good place here. I think that it's not always, and I tweet a gif of Jordan love, you know, just to, cause I need, I need numbers. You know, I love numbers. Engagement. engagement. I need engagement. I need followers. I need podcast downloads. Uh, so do that. I need, uh, you know what I need? Tim Shays here. Tim, I need some happy place hemp is what I need. Oh, let's go. Yeah. I'm definitely be taking one of those. Hey, Cone's on the phone. Timmy. <laughs> Hi, Cone. Timmy, are we getting a beer later today? I'm sure, yeah. I'm going to need one right, or two you. or four. <laughs> All right, Cone, let's talk later, bud. All right. Bye, Bart. See ya. Cone roller. How about that? All right, uh, the Sean O'Connell is back. He says, my wife is agreeing with Bart in regards to love. They are both dead to me. No, 
Uh, anybody got any cute sisters? Tim, you got any cute? You got any? Do you got brothers and stuff? I have a brother and a sister, both older. So is she cute? She's married. How much percentage does she look like you? None. Oh, that. Hold on, let me get my playbook out. It's third and two. What would you do here? Oh, let's pass the ball twice. Sorry. Go no, ahead. you're co- if you're the coach, you're telling me to run it, and, and we don't know. See, I'm not going to be like, oh, Rogers checked he out. He checked Rogers out on the last out. play. He tapped his little shoulder, and uh, then he threw to a guy. Who did he throw to? There was that Lazard. He wasn't even open. No, he was not open at all. And the play before that, look, Rogers. Okay, if you're going to check out on third and two. At least don't throw it into a guy's jaw. Sorry. Where'd you go? Did you go watch the second half somewhere? No, I, I just stayed home. Okay, because I kind of want to know like what a vibe was for anybody that was out at a bar. Because I was watching the game with my mother-in-law, I was saying, and you know she's freaking out the whole time, and I'm like, eh, it's fine. They're not going to lose this game. I've been saying for a month, they're not going to London to lose. And I really oh, felt that. They went to London to lose. Yeah, and then now we're going to hear this stuff about to travel and like again like i said there earlier this week packers are the only team that like traveling is a big deal this is very frustrating this is a very frustrating loss because it didn't need to occur and what i think i'm more frustrated is is i guess uh let's see ryan text me that lafleur is already apologizing say i gotta be better they've done this they have done this. Didn't you okay? tweet like something like, I don't want to hear him say the same thing every week? I don't want to hear him say the same thing every well, week. Well, he already is, so. Why? They know it's, it's just the same thing like, I, it's getting a brewery vibe here, Tim. It's getting very brewery vibe. They know what the problem is, and yet they still do it. And even, like in the moment, they know what they're doing is wrong. When Rodgers is throwing those deep balls, that drive, that drive is going to be what we talk about. When Rodgers is throwing those deep balls, he knows what he's doing is wrong. He knows that they're going to only use 26 seconds off the clock. He knows that. And I was really like excited about the receivers. I think, Hey, they're coming along a little bit, but you're thrown to these guys. One, they're not even really open. Okay. Uh, two, I guess I didn't have a second point. I'm just used to talking in that sort of, uh, <laughs> structure those receivers took about three steps back today so well and then Cobb is your hero Watson got hurt I think Dubs does what he always does yeah I'm I'm not it's very frustrating Matt in the falls is joining us Matt we're gonna see your face is that cool I know you're an (laughs) incognito kind of guy what's up buddy um just really disappointed in Rodgers and all those overthrows on the deep balls. That was just – it was like one after the other. Those were those were big moments that uh, we didn't capitalize on. And it just felt like – it felt like a few years ago when Rodgers was airmailing everything and dropping them at the feet. It's like the MVP is gone. And I was really disappointed in him today. So I put a lot of it on Rodgers. Yeah, uh, my, the question Cone Roller had for me was, where do I where do I put the blame? And I said, thirty percent Barry, twenty uh, percent Lafleur, and then Rogers like fifty. But I, I like Joe Barry's at fault here. I mean, they got to be able to stop Daniel Jones, who I think is good, but they got to be able to stop yeah. him. I mean, a lot of that was Saquon. Like there were some dump offs there where Saquon the, the took it. The problem was when and... Saquon was out, then Daniel Jones started to torch you. Like it's true. Do hey, you go, was, do you, they do didn't you pick him six overall for nothing. Yeah, did you only go into this week preparing, like, to stop Saquon? Well, what if something else happened? What if you get, like, what if they do something else? I, I don't know. I, I still can't like name a Giants receiver, really and I just watched the game. You what? I still can't name a Giants receiver, and I just watched the game. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's how bad I'm, they are. So, like, I have a fantasy team. No one cares about, but I have Galladay, Shepard. No, yeah, Shepard's hurt. And, the ghost uh, of Kenny Galladay. Who's the other one that got hurt? Oh, Tony, that idiot. Sounds like a, like a rap video or something. Yeah, they're all they're thrown at these guys, and it's the tight end running it in. Tanyan was good. Speaking of tight ends, Tanyan was good today. Uh, they didn't use him enough. Well, they used him more than they had been. Yeah, finally at the end. Got some open field uh, runs there that you've been calling for. That was good. He was my captain in uh, yeah. drafting. Well. <laughs> I didn't win. Uh, 
Okay, I gotta I gotta take off, but it's been good. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you soon. All right, see you, buddy. Later. Man, the falls out. Tim Shea, what the fuck? I don't know. I I didn't. I knew this game would be closer than the the eight point spread, but I didn't think I didn't think they'd. I didn't think they'd just blow it and lose. But are you going to take a Delta eight today? Tonight, yes. <laughs> Good. I'm not kidding. Uh, Happy Place Hemp, and I want to shout these guys out again because they are they're sponsoring the podcast. They're on board. I will be going there tomorrow. You're going to so. go in. I will. Re- I will make sure to mention Bart, B A R T. Did you order any yet online? No. You can. I think. Can't you go in and order too? Yeah. So Heavy Place yeah. Hemp. They have a bunch of gummies and stuff. I've been taking the CBNs, the night ones. How are those working for you? Well, I'm glad you asked him because the one on uh, what did I take it on Thursday it knocked me out so good. Okay. Like so, I you know I have problems sleeping, so it knocked me out pretty good. There's other ones that you can take, like, to help you out in the morning. I haven't really been doing those as much. Uh, and then I think, yeah, I think today's a good uh, Delta 8 day. They got the Delta yeah. 8s and the Delta 9s. Completely legal to get. You don't have to, like, give them money in an envelope. And they don't give you their product in, like, a Ziploc bag. This is all legal on the up and up. So it's it's cool. So you're going to go in tomorrow. But what we, what we do is, and Tim mentioned it, the promo code is BART which if you go to happyplacehemp.com and order some of these gummies or their other stuff, you get 25% off their products. They can ship it to you. And that code is good. Anytime you order, it's not just first time 25% off. It's every time I asked if you did it because some people already have done it. And if you do go in there, like if you're going to go in there tomorrow, they're off college right across from Maddie's Maddie's is new Berlin. And then they're across the street in Muskego. Uh, you say New Berlin, you're like, oh, that's on the road. You say Muskego, you're like, oh, my God, that's so far away. But it's not. It's right there. Yeah. If you were Matt LaFleur going to Muskego, you'd be like, oh, we got to go out on Friday. We talked about it for three away. weeks. So but now- even if you go in, say Bart, um, get 25% off. And then tell them you're the illustrious Tim Shea. They might just shovel gummies right down your throat. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, all right. So terrible game. What are some of your big takeaways? I mean, nothing positive for the Packers. What, what, what's up with the second half like this year? Do they just don't they don't want to come out and play well in the second half, or is it is it something they that... can't play a complete game? No. The theory that when they do get some adversity, they fold is holding up. It's awful. Yeah, I just again. It's first half great. First half they look unstoppable. The last week, the first half was dog shit. Yeah, and then the second half was. It's like they adjusted. They adjust to the momentum. Is that a good way of putting it? Like they they play well and then they fall, or they fall and play well. You can work out that one. You might have something there. You know, I don't. I'm going to get to some comments. Uh, Badger24 was on with us last week, and he jumps in. Look at that beautiful face. What's up, dude? How are you? Good. How are you? Good, man. Here's the thing. Everyone's going to be redundant. They didn't run the ball enough in the second half. The bombs were idiotic. You you know, the thing is the Giants aren't built to come back from 10 or 14-point deficit. You were up 20-10 and a half. Mix up the run in the pass in the second half like you did in the first half. And the thing is, is the one thing that drives me crazy, and like you said, whether it's LaFleur or Rodgers, they never play to the code of the game. Like, the Giants just came and held the ball with felt like for four hours. They score. We come out. We throw a bomb, a 15-yard slant to Cobb, another bomb. And you put your defense right back on the field. You know, give them a chance to rest. The Giants are not going to come down and throw 30, 40, 50-yard passes and get in position to score. You know, like you said, Saquon was out of the game. They had them right where they wanted to. I just feel like this team never plays – to how the flow of the game goes, and they should have been mixing it up in the second half and take a time off the clock. Again, it was one at halftime. I don't get how this team does something that's working and then decides to do the thing that right. they know doesn't work. Yeah, I no, I agree. Asleep, so I'm... Yeah, and I mean, and Rodgers, the thing with Rodgers, like you said, I think he's the nail on the head. I don't think he's, he's as good as he is right now, 
But, man, they kept showing him on the sideline with that poly pissy face when the defense was getting run down for all the minutes. It's like, dude, be a leader, man. Like, you know, I mean, honest to God, it drove me. Every time they showed him, he kept shaking his head and the bitter beer face. I just wanted to throw my remote to the TV. He's a quarterback of the Packers for crying out loud. Yeah, well, not for long. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and, that, and that's the thing. He's gonna be. He's gonna be there. You know, he's not. He's not going away. And what I was talking about earlier was, I, I, I need Lafleur to start putting the foot down. Like, this needs to be Matt Lafleur's team. If he's gonna be the coach, it needs to be his team. And when Lafleur first came here, it was oh, blending these philosophies together. The philosophies again was Lafleur had a philosophy, and Rogers is like, no, I like to check out and throw deep. That's his philosophy. So how do you blend those together? And when they win, it's like working. And then what you're seeing now is, I mean, this you could have told me that Mike McCarthy was the head coach of this game. If you would just showed it to me, I'd be like, oh, this is the last year. This is a game that happened in the last year when McCarthy gets fired because that's how they're playing. And no, it's a new guy. He's been with Rodgers for four years, and he still seems scared of him. Like, it's your senior year together, guys. Figure it out. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is Rodgers has the king, you know, the keys to the castle. Over the last couple of years, he's – they're giving him everything he wanted to keep just to stay here. So he feels like he has a cloud over over Lafleur, and I think Lafleur. I mean, I don't. I don't think Lafleur is the kind of guy that's going to show backlash to Rogers during the game. It might happen behind the scenes, but I mean, Rogers runs roughshod over him. He has the last couple of years, and when Rogers gets all of his demands met, I mean, you know, that's what you have. Do, does Rogers talk yet? As we're recording, Rogers speak yet? I don't like even want to hear it. Last year when I, you know, I had the radio show, I would listen to the whole thing. I try to listen to as little Rogers as possible, but I want to hear like (laughs) what he blamed. So when he does say that, we'll have that for you a little later. All right, Badger. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, guys. Have a good rest of the day. Is your garage door open there? Yeah, it's open. What's it like out today? I haven't been outside. Is it cold? Well, I'm in North Carolina, so it's nice down here. Oh, shit. All right. Well, yeah, it's like going to be 70, 73 here today. Beautiful. Oh, yeah, screw you. <laughs> All right, see you, buddy. All right, fellas. Okay. Badger24. Let me get to some of these comments that have been coming in throughout the show. Uh, Adam started with, I hate it here. Kevin <laughs> on a YouTube comment said, under my blankets, crying. Alex, Rogers, choke artist, Lafleur, fraud, Bakhtiari, bum, defense, frauds. I'm not like a guy that charts the offensive line, but I thought Yash Nijman was going to start and we're going to have Elton Jenkins in as a guard. And then now you see Jenkins and Bakhtiari still as the tackles. What the hell? Uh, let's see. Jake says Joe Barry and a stupid, leave it to beaver looking ass face. Kevin says, Hey Bart, do you have any ideas on why the Packers have struggled so much in the second half the last few years? Yeah. Uh, Rogers. Look, as I do these shows, as I, as I talk, I try to, like, also listen. I'm very sophisticated. I'm basically, like, a pro. You are. But I try, to, I try to listen to myself, not just as an orator, but as somebody that is listening. I try to, I try to think of if I was listening to me. And if I was listening to me, I'd be like, Jesus, Bart, how – I mean, you – spin everything to Rodgers? But how do you not? It's the plays that are going to stick out. Yeah, the defense played bad, but third and two and fourth and two. Those are the two plays that are going to stick out this entire week. I still think it's that drive as we bring Brick in from uh, West Dallas. Hey, buddy. Howdy, guys. How's it going? How you doing? Not great to start my morning, but, you know, (laughs) I don't. I just don't know. I'm pretty sure Joe Barry has a tattoo on his ass that says "I only run zone," um, because I saw almost no man-to-man all all game. They're picking them apart in the middle, um, and that last touchdown that the Giants got the go-ahead touchdown—that's completely on Rodgers and Lafleur in that offense. They're out there for what ten minutes, and they take fifteen seconds off the clock on their offensive drive. That yeah, last touchdown is hundred percent on the offense for not giving them a breather. Absolute. It's terrible. It, it's I don't I don't get it. You have at their positions, you have three of the best or three of the top level, not the best, but three top level man to man players in Campbell, Stokes, and Jair Alexander. 
who are great in man-to-man coverage at their at their respective positions, yet you run zone and you got Ed Campbell running the wrong way to cover the wrong guy because he doesn't know who to cover in zone. Put him on the freaking tight end, let him cover him, and he's not going to catch any passes. You got a good you got a good safety in Amos. Why are they? I'm trying to not swear too much because I always listen to your podcast. You don't want me to go crazy, but why are they running zone every freaking series? In the red zone, zone. Third and 28, zone. First and 10, zone. It's stupid. It doesn't make sense. I know I should be more mad about the offense and Rodgers and all that stuff. I'm pissed about this defense. We knew the offense was going to struggle. We knew they were going to be not very good, especially early. But the defense was supposed to hold on and keep us in games. And for whatever reason, Joe Barry won't play to their strengths. All right, let me run down the things that I'm mad about. I'm mad that Aaron Jones is like a secret. Play him. Was I'm Mike McCarthy their playing, consultant I'm, this week? Huh? Was Mike McCarthy their offensive consultant this week? Just hide <laughs> Jones on the bench and use them for six plays and then Dude, don't ever Nathaniel put him hired a guy to tell him when to call timeouts. The Packers can hire me just to say, like, uh, I would play Aaron Jones more. Is that is that well, I'm we, mad about the offensive line. They're not playing their best five. No. I'm mad that uh, Christian Watson, you're only using him as a jet sweep guy still before he got hurt. I'm mad that... You have four tight ends, and it feels like you have zero. I'm big dog shout out, by the way. I'm mad that the uh, I'm not like I'm not even really mad about the receivers. I think that they're actually coming along when they get their opportunities. Cobb, Dubs, and Lazard all when they got their opportunities played well. Yeah, I'm mad that Rodgers checks out of plays. I'm mad that Rodgers threw the ball deep. I'm mad that. If they would have scored, they probably would have kicked the extra point when there was never a more go for two. I wish we were talking about that because they should have gone for two, but they should have scored first. They did go for two. They got the safety. So, yay. But I would have liked them to go for two. That's a thing I guess I'll never be able to talk about. I'm mad that the defense, who I said was going to be elite, and and why would I not? Look at them. Look at who. Look at them. Look at their roster. They Like Quay Walker, and why is Devontae Wyatt not playing? I'd like to see him play. But even still – Jaron Reed and Kenny Clark and Rashawn Gary and Preston and uh, Campbell and Douglas and Jair and Stokes and Amos and Savage. That's a that's an elite defense. But how does it not be elite if you have a non-elite coordinator? This coordinator, he remember they didn't even want him. They had three guys. That Rams guy said no. Jim Leonard said no. And then they're like, oh, I guess we're gonna hire Joe Barry now because. My friend's friend knew him or something. You they don't even no need ties to this guy. You don't even need an, an elite defensive coordinator, just someone that knows what they're you doing. Mean I'd rather Mike Patton. Literally anyone that calls zone or not zone, I should say. Anyone that's like, hey, man to man. That's it. We have a better defense automatically. My, Mike Patton did beat the Packers week one. So. True. Oh, yeah. He's, well, what is, yeah, he's with the he's in a, a consultant, right? Or a defensive. Something like that. Who knows? All, some of, all these old guys like end up being they really take care of you. If you if you know people in the NFL, like Bruce Arians got fired, but then they're like, yeah, just have this fake job. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then uh who else was flopping around? Like the Hazlitts were always in booths. When they, oh, Donatel, yeah. hey, hey, uh by the way, uh Jim Hazlitt now is a special consultant for the Titans. What? No, well, he's not. There he is. Oh, okay. All right, Brick, I'm going to move along, but I appreciate you. See ya. Adios. Warhawks. Yeah, Warhawks. <laughs> did they win yesterday? I honestly don't even know. I just, it's a Jake Kumaro. <laughs> oh, if I would have known that, you would have been uh, out of here a lot sooner. <laughs> hey, I got drunk with that guy more than once at, at Whitewater. Oh, nice. He's a, he's a crazy party animal. Oh, he okay. was. All right, Brick. See you, buddy. See ya. <laughs> All right. Where, I, where's Ray Rhodes? Like, can he be a consultant? <laughs> I don't know. Is this the same Alex from before? Or is this a new Alex? Oh, it's the same one. Oh. Well, how you been? Good. How are you? Sorry. I, I got no, I got out. your name up here twice now. Ooh, double dipping. Yeah, there's two Alexes. Those are both you. Love it. All right, well, I'm going to hide well, you again. Wait, Bart, one more thing. Oh, sure. I was just going to say, I sent something in the chat. I don't know how to make a comment, but Rogers missed on all six of his deep balls today, and I think the set, uh, stat said that was the first time since 2016. 
Oh yeah, uh, chat is for the just us private boys in the stream yard. Oh, okay. The comments are on YouTube where those are coming in. Oh. Yeah, he sent me this from Next Gen Stats. Rodgers failed to complete any of his six deep passes against the Giants. His most deep pass attempts without a completion since week five in 2016, also against the Giants. Giants defense on deep passes in 2022 right now, uh, teams are only completing 22%. So if there's an area of the Giants that was good, non-Saquon Barkley division, it was don't throw deep on them, yet that is where Rodgers only threw. Classic. This chart, it is pathetic. You look at this chart from Next Gen. I'll retweet that at Wings Thinks. But there's there's not enough in the middle of the field at all. There's a lot of dinks and dunks. Like that th- right away in the game, they had a third and ten where they tried to set up a screen for Dobbs. That wasn't going to work. And then there's thirty yard pass, thirty yard pass, twenty five yard pass, forty yard pass, all incomplete. Yeah, and you know, while you have me on here, Bart, this is the last thing, and then you can distract me. But I'm sick of seeing Watson do the sweeps. Throw the ball to him. Very I know he was sick. hurt, but like, is that all he is for us? Like, trade his ass then. Like, you didn't draft that guy that high to be a jet sweep guy. You can get those guys in free agent tomorrow. Absolutely. Or you can make Amari Rogers do it since he sucks at everything else. I don't know if he'll hold on to the ball, but also true. All right, Alex. Thanks, buddy. Take care, guys. Uh, let's see if uh, is Luke there? Luke in Japan? Yeah, I'm here. Are you in Japan, as your name says? Yeah, I am in Japan. Yeah, it's a two thirty in the morning right now. All right, cool. Because my brother was just there with the Warriors. Oh, really? Oh, that's cool. Uh, he did not leak. <laughs> so, because I was looking at the charts of uh, where listeners are coming from, and I thought he was my first podcast download in Japan, and it, it could have been you. So, thanks. What's up? Yeah, no, I've I've listened to you a few times on. I don't know. I get confused with all the different podcasts going on, but uh, yeah, um, just another face in the crowd. I know it sucks, but uh, but yeah, no, I just uh, obviously time difference and everything, but uh, I always enjoy uh, the podcast and uh, I just happen to be up um, because of my work schedule and stuff. So I watch the game live and uh, kind of just not very happy with the result, but oh, well. And this is my this is my first time checking uh, doing this video thing, so. Just figured I'd try it out since I'm awake. So thank you. Yeah, well, the, so the game came at a good time for you because what normal? When are Packer games normally? Like at eight? In the yeah, no, normally if it's a noon game, then I'm up at like two a.m. ish, and then if it's an afternoon game, then it's like five thirty in the morning. So those games are okay. I can usually watch it before I go to work. Uh, but if it's a noon game, then I got to debate: uh, am I going to get up or not? But this time it was uh, uh, 10.30 p.m. And it's also a national holiday in Japan on Monday. So it worked out for me. So I don't have to go to work today. So, What is it? It's a sports day. Huh? Well, okay. So the, the 1964 Tokyo Olympics, uh, it commemorates that. Because oh. it was a, you know, so, yeah. So it became a national holiday in Japan uh, since then. So it's sports day today. So happy holidays. Thank you. So two so two two countries are doing fake holidays today because yes, they're celebrating <laughs> exactly. Columbus Day. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Completely coincidence. All right, Luke. Well you, uh, you you have a good one. Enjoy sports day. I will. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. And all of that was recorded after the game. Yesterday, the Packers lose to the Giants 27 to 22. Uh, recording the epilogue to this on Sunday night when we've seen the rest of the game, seen some of the chatter, uh, word I hate, despise, seen some of the reaction and the post-game stuff. I've got a lot of people talking about, are they a playoff team? Forget Super Bowl team. Is this team a playoff team? Well, as of now, yeah, okay. As of now, they would be the seventh seed in the NFC. They would be a wild card team. They'd be the seventh seed, and they would go to Minnesota in round one to take on the Vikings. Vikings and the Packers and the Bears could all be three and two right now, but the Bears lost to Minnesota when some guy, Smith something, Smith and Wesson, I don't know. He should have just went out of bounds. Bears are driving. Instead, he gets the ball ripped out from him. So the Vikings win a game that looked like they were going to cruise. Bears came back. There's a lot of that happening in the NFL. I'm a fool 
to think that the Packers had this one in the bag at 17-3. I am a fool to think that. I'm a fool to think that they had it in the bag against New England last week. They eventually won, but it went to overtime. And that maybe not just a Packers thing, but this is the way the NFL is going. Big leads are disappearing. Games are never over. You have to com- you have to play a complete game to win. Packers are not playing a complete game. Uh, barely are they playing a complete half. So the NFC as of now, Philly would be the one seed. They're undefeated. That NFC East. How about that? Minnesota's two, Tampa Bay's three, San Francisco's four. Those are your division winners. Dallas is five. I saw my guy Tony in Texas tweet, is Mike McCarthy odds on favorite for coach of the year? Laugh first and then think, who could it be? Uh, you know, Serrani and Philly. I mean, there's a bunch of candidates right now, but McCarthy, man, to be undefeated with Cooper Rush. McCarthy undefeated with Cooper Rush and LaFleur and Rodgers are having a hard time beating the Giants. Who would be the sixth seed? And then the Packers, the seven. And shout out to the Giants, who we all hate Seattle. We all hate San Fran. But over the years, the Giants sneakily have maybe been our biggest foe. Keeping us out of the play, you know, Super Bowl, knocking us out in the NFC Championship game, knocking us out in the playoffs. Eli owning our ass. This weird game. So they they always pop up. Whenever you think they're dead, they pop up. And I do think this one is going to stick with you for a while because it was London, because it was a special event, like I said. I ended up seeing a lot of great pictures. I mentioned Maddie's earlier. They had a – it was probably like 200, but it looked like in their pictures 9,000 people there for breakfast. I saw that on Facebook, so that looked pretty cool. I think that, you know, the Packers – the Packers media team and social media and all that, they did a great job of showing you what was going on over there. So much to the point where I felt like I was the only one not there. They did a great job with their fans. The fans showed out. You know, that place was a lot louder. That place was... That, uh, Horvat, Ryan Horvat had tweeted, great crowd today, amazing what can happen when you leave Peepaw home. You know, and I just got my season ticket renewal thing or where I am on the list. I signed up when I was 15 and I'm 42,000 right now. So at this rate... I'm 42,000 people away from season tickets. I'm going to get these season tickets when I'm 70. And that's what happens. Then I'm going to go. I'm going to feel obligated. I've literally waited my whole life. Knock, knock, make it that far, but you're going to feel obligated to go. And then I'm going to go and I'm not, I'm not going to be what I am now. I'm not going to, I'm going to be like, I'm going to have seen everything I've seen plus 40 more years. I'm not going to want to go to those games. I'm going to feel obligated to. So maybe the season ticket process thing, Maybe it just needs to be a lot. I don't know. You got to get these people in here when they want to go. I signed up at 15. I'm going to give them when I'm 70. That's like a fun story to brag about how good of a fan base we are. But also, that's going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be taking up space. The 15 year old me should be at that stadium screaming at the top of his lungs. Not the 71 year old me who, Lord knows how I'm going to transport myself to that game, the shape I'm in. But I thought London, I thought the Packers, a couple of things on that. I thought the Packers were very excited to be in London, but I also thought like they were treating it like, all right, we're here. We never want to be here again. We're here. We love it. We are here. Don't make us come here again. They were like, I don't know. It just seemed like, it just seemed like the Packers were treating this like a one-time thing, but it was really cool. And it did make me feel like I was left out, like I was the only one there. I knew a couple people there, but I, I really felt like I was, I felt like those of us that were at home were actually in the minority. Uh, but then Matt LaFleur, the one guy who did not have fun in the festivities. And it's just, it's a, it's a bad vibe. Look, you go all the way over there, 17 to three, you've got an entire continent full of fans. The ones that like football over there, you, you've seen it. UK Packers, Irish Packers, Spain Packers. There's Packer bars in Paris. This is a chance for Europeans to go see the Packers on a relatively short distance. And then that's the performance that they put together. Packers should be disgusted. I mean, really disgusted with themselves for what they've done for, you know, and they'll get over the loss. You know, I've gone to a lot of games where they end up losing and that sucks, but you still have a good trip. It's just, how do you do, how do you, how do you be up 17, three? All you have to do is run the ball and you win. How do you get away from the game plan? 
And the defense was not that great either. Look, Rasul Douglas came out and said, I screwed up many different ways, had some penalties that he shouldn't have had. So the defense was not where it needed to be. Joe Barry freaked out when Saquon Barkley went down because, I don't know, they, like, didn't plan for that. To, I Like, they just planned for one guy? I don't I don't know. I, I, I The way that coaches plan, the, this is a tangent, but whenever teams are like, well, who's going to start at quarterback? Mac Jones or Bailey Zappi? Well, prepare for Mac Jones because the other guy's worse. Like, who's going to start at quarterback? Lamar Jackson or uh, Huntley? Well, prepare for Lamar Jackson. And then the other, I don't, I don't, I just, the way that I've got a lot of problems with these NFL coaches, as you know. Speaking of coaches, I was calling a football game uh, in Shorewood on Friday. And I was in the booth. I was just doing PA. But I was in the booth and the assistant coaches, like every time I turn on my microphone, I got one school over here yelling FFFFF. The other school over here yelling SSSSS. I don't know how it didn't come into the microphone. But there was one play where Shorewood or Messwood lined up with eight kids on a field goal uh, attempt. So I, yeah, I think I almost yelled, What the fuck are you doing down there? So to recap, I mean, crazy day. Packers would be a playoff team. And now they got the Jets, who they could lose to. Let me, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Aaron Rodgers talked after the game. And apparently Jair said something to the extent of, I'm not worried now. If we worry about, if we lose to the Jets, then maybe I'll be worried. Okay. That's pretty harmless, I think. I'm not worried now. But if we lose again next week, so Rodgers apparently is all upset that um, as I pull it up here on their Twitter feed, and I could edit this out, but I don't want to. Um, so Rodgers apparently didn't like that. And then, well, I'll just play Rodgers, and then we'll talk about it. Maybe talk about it on Wednesday a little bit if you uh, get back and get some sleep, Rob, and remember that question. Rob hates me. He's not concerned about the defense yet, but he will be if you guys lose next week. Are you concerned about the offense yet? No. Frankly, I don't like all this conversation about losing next week. I'm a firm believer in the power of words and manifestation. And we got to check ourselves on that because talking about that is not, that's not winning football. There was conversation about the locker room and I don't like it. And uh, Josh, my guy, but we don't need to be talking like that. I understand there's a reality in this game, but there's a win and a loss every single game. But there's also reality in, in life that you uh what you put in your energy towards that's where your focus is going to go so uh i'm not going to address prospects of losing up here uh, other than we just lost this game all right we'll stop rogers there a couple of things one he's not wrong power of positive thinking is a successful way of looking at your life but how come when he says it it sounds he's it's he sounds why this isn't this i wouldn't I'm very self-conscious right now about the way that I talk about Rogers, just because it seem it seems personal. I just I don't like. He listen. You heard him. He sounds like a guy who thinks he invented that theory, right? He sounds like a guy who thinks he made up that theory, and he is choosing this moment to enlighten us about the wisdom he learned. Rogers seems like a guy that thinks he knows everything there is to know in the world. And when he gives us some of that information, it is, it should be perceived as a blessing that we, that we are getting in the information shared with us. Maybe I'm the one overreacting. I don't know, but that's weird. Also, John didn't, he's, he's not saying, I think we're going to lose to the, is this going to be a whole thing this week? God, I hope it's not a whole thing this week. All right. Packers lose to the giants. How the Frick. Ah, too many swears in this episode. I didn't want to do it again. How did they lose? I don't know. Got a lot of voicemails from you guys. A lot of other things that I want to get to. I want to talk about baseball over the weekend. My World Series pick is still alive. The Padres. And want to talk about the Badgers and uh, the Bucks and a bunch of other stuff that's going on. So we'll do that on Tuesday's show. Again, check out happyplacehemp.com. They will help you feel better, man. I'm telling you. I'm going to take one of those as I go to bed. 
one of the CBD CBN gummies. And that has, that has helped me sleep. So check them out. They do have a promo code. If you type in BART, when you go to happyplacehemp.com, you'll get 25% off. That's good with every order. And if you do go to their location in Muskego and say where you heard it, you'll get the discount as well. So 25% off there on their gummies and other products. I'm Bart Winkler. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you for listening to the Bart Winkler Show podcast.